Good evening, Rabbi Sai. We will, Bezer Hashem, conclude Perek Dalad in Sharaknia. We're on the seventh area, the seventh scenario, which the Chavis tells us is an area where a person should behave and engage himself in humility. And we explain six different ways, six different times in a person's life, the person's day-to-day things that happen to him. And now we come to the seventh one, Vahashvi, the seventh area where a person could use that moment, could use that situation to behave in a way of humility, is Kishumis When a person is doing mitzvahs, and here, the Mashkiah Zogazun said, explained that really this is the area which is most that a person could actually think that he is doing something. Wealth that falls to him, the Yerusha, things like that, like we had before. People praise him, people criticize him, and nothing to do with him. Nothing to do with him. That's just a, uh, a stimulus to say that now he should behave with, with humility. But here is an area, this is what we're put in this world for, to exercise Bechira. This is where we have our free choice, our free will. So we're doing the right thing, we're doing a mitzvah. That certainly is an area where a person could start feeling pride in himself. He could start thinking, you know, I'm a good person. When a person is doing mitzvahs, tzedakah, like tzedakah, tefillah, davening, or mitzvah, different mitzvah, or rishos, even things that are not actual obligations, obligatory mitzvahs, but still it's a mitzvah to do. Maybe he's giving rebuke to somebody. So all of these areas that a person is doing a mitzvah, a person should not be involved in it, and in his heart, he feels haughtiness. He feels proud of himself. Avol Yikona, rather, when a person is doing a mitzvah, and here he's exercising his free will to do the right thing. You say, ah, listen, this is where a person should feel good about himself. And certainly when we encourage young children, people new to Yiddishkeit, we encourage them, oh, you're doing the right thing, you're so good, Hashem is so proud of you, etc. So we do that, but we sometimes lose focus. But the, the real deal is, that even in a time like that, a person can't take the credit for himself. Because he's doing the right thing, he should take credit. <laughs> the Mashkir gave a marshal once. You, you stopped at a at a red light. Your, your window is down. Somebody says, hey, excuse me, can you tell me which way the library is? And you tell them, it, it's straight that way to the right. Uh, are you so proud of yourself? You did the right thing? Of course you should do the right thing. You're cruel if you do the wrong thing. A person who says, no, go the other way. To play a joke on the person, that's that's cruelty. So, because you did the right thing. So, really, doing mitzvahs is what we're supposed to be doing. So, to feel proud, oh, I really davened well today. You know, ooh, did I learn? I finished another mesechte. I'm learning the fiemimity the second time around. A person should feel proud of himself. And here, really, this really gets to the heart of the issue of humility. What is the essence of being humble? And why should a person be humble? And how should a person have the right perspective to be humble? 
Says the Chavis Ovas, Avul Yikon Avi Yishovlov Neaboy Rebini Glaiv in his story. Outwardly and inwardly, in his own mind, his own heart, he has to behave with humility before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he should not even think that it's really anything great. No great shakes. Because in contrast to what he is obligated to perform for Hashem, and that is the essence, Rabbi Isai, of humility. An onov does not mean that he doesn't know who he is. An onov doesn't mean that, oh, I don't know, I think I'm nothing, I haven't done anything. A person, like a, uh, we mentioned about Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu knew he was the greatest in the generation. He told Aaron, he says, I thought when Akash Baruch was going to take out an exact punishment against his great ones, I thought it would be me and you, Aaron. I didn't realize your sons, none of Nabiu, wow, they're a little greater than us. Okay, they're a little greater than we are. But Moshe Rabbeinu knew who he was, and yet Moshe Rabbeinu was the Onov Mikola Adam Adam, the greatest Onov. An Onov doesn't mean he doesn't know what he's doing. An Onov doesn't mean he doesn't know his accomplishments, his greatness. An Onov means that even though he has all these accomplishments and the greatness, he doesn't become proud, he doesn't become haughty, he doesn't become arrogant, he doesn't take credit for that. Because at the end of the day, who gave him these keiches? Who allowed him to do all these mitzvahs? Who enabled him to become this massive Tamad Chacham? Who enabled him to learn Shas once, twice, a hundred times? Who enabled him to remember all of the learning that is? Who enabled him to, to make the money that he has? Who enabled him, now we're just talking about mitzvahs, to accomplish so much, to be such a Baal Chesed, to do so much with his time and his resources? Who enabled him? Hashem allowed him to do it. It's only Hashem allowed him to do it. So he deserves the credit. As a matter of fact, the way the Chavos puts it in perspective, he says, one second, mister, you think you're so great because you accomplished so much? Who says you really don't even have to do twice the amount that you did? Maybe you're really shortchanging it. Rabbi Niyoyna gives a, such an apt marshal. It's so simple, but yet it's so profound. The marshal Rabbi Niyoyna gives for describing humility. Rabbi Yoyna says like this, Imagine you walk into a room, you see a person sitting at a desk, and there's a line of people standing there, six feet apart from one another, of course, and each one approaches the desk, and you're looking, and you see the first one takes out $20, puts it down on the table, smokes away. The next guy comes, puts out $50, puts it on the table, walks away. Next guy, $100, puts it down, walks away. Next guy, comes with a suitcase of money, opens it up, lays down all the uh, packets of cash, they count it out, $10,000, walks away. You're observing this, you say, wow, who's the great one over here? Who's the big shot here? Must be the guy who gave $10,000. Says Rabbi Niena, one second, it all depends on what's happening over here. What is this guy sitting behind the table? What is he? Is he, let's say, is he a, a Gabite stalker? Oh, he's a Gabite stalker. Well, then, the first guy gave $20. Nice. $50. $100. Ooh, this guy gave $10,000 to stalker. He's a big guy. But let's say the person standing behind the table is actually, he works for the local bank. And he's, people are there online paying back the loan. First guy, all he borrows $20, paid it back. The next guy borrowed 50 he paid it back. The next guy, 100 
the guy who pays it on ten thousand dollars, he really borrowed a hundred thousand. He paid a tenth of what he has to. He's a big shot now. He's such a great person because he did he paid back ten thousand dollars. You know how much he still owes? That is what Rabbi Yaina says as a marshal, and that's what the Khazavov is saying over here. That's why the Khazanish used to say to people, You think I don't know I'm the Khazanish? I know I'm the Khazanish. But maybe I'm supposed to be the Vilna Goin. That's the essence of humility. The essence of humility is that no matter how great a person is, and in terms of even things that matter in this world and the next, that's Rukhniyas, we're talking about mitzvahs and tevim, right? No matter how much he's accomplished, maybe he's chayiv kifle amasahu, maybe he's really chayiv double that amount, maybe he's still a balchayiv, maybe he's still in debt to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, like it says in Micha, Bama Kedem Hashem, Ikaf Morim, how could I come and advance anything to Hashem? Can I bring loads of animals? Does he want thousands of rams? Hashem says, I want you to do But the point is, how could I pay Hashem back? Have I ever given something to Hashem that He hasn't enabled me to do it first? Has He never given to me first? Like the Chazal say, Wow, look at that. You bought a nice mezuzah. Look at that, you splurged. You didn't pay just $75. Ooh, you went up, you paid the $100 mezuzah. Shh, what a tzaddik. Let me ask you, how many rooms did you put the mezuzah on? Ooh, wow, you had 14 doorways. The outside door and the garage door and the upstairs, the basement, the attic. 14 doors, so hey, $100 a pop. Oy, vey, vey, vey. Wow, but you feel good. You know what? I'm going to go all that. Mitzvah like that. Woo, I'm going to do it. $100 each mezuzah. 40 mezuzahs. Hashem says, Buddy, who do you think gave you the house in the first place? I gave you a house. So you, you pay back a little bit. You buy a nice mezuzah. Yeah? Psh, we're going we're gonna to put sits on the beggar. Who gave you the beggar? Yeah? Make a grace to see him. Look at that. Look how I accomplished. Mamish, I finished a masechte. Another masechte. Hashem says, who gave you the mind to be, you know, that not everybody's able to learn. Not everybody has the time to learn. Who gave you that? Hashem says, I gave it to you all. And maybe a person says, maybe, I, maybe I'm chayv today, bishta. The Mishnah, which really describes another, is the famous Mishnah masechte Zavis. The Mishnah says, Perek, Dalid is a very Dalid Mishnah Chavbeis. Very Dalid Mishnah. Maybe Perik Beis. Perik Beis Mishnah Chavbeis. Says Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakkai. Says Rabbi Yochanan Ben Zakkai. Rabbi Yechonim Mazaka says, "Im lo madeto teira harbei al taksik teiva la atzmecha kilekach noitzorta." Rabbi Yechonim Mazaka says that if you learned a lot of teira, yeah, you taka learned a lot of teira, yeah, al taksik teiva la atzmecha. Don't take the credit for yourself. Don't think you're so good. Why kilekach noitzorta? Because that was the purpose you created. That was with the koiches that you created. You were given those in order to be able to accomplish, to learn much Torah. And Reb Chaim Velozhin points out on that Mishnah so beautifully, he says, who's talking over here? Who's the one who says this? 
of Al-Taxik Tevela Atzmucha. Who is it? It's Rabbi Yechonim ben Zakkai. What does the Gemara tell us in, in Sukkah about Rabbi Yechonim ben Zakkai? What does it say in Sukkah Dav Chavches about Rabbi Yechonim ben Zakkai? It says, he learned Mishneh, Gemara, Brises, Safra, Safri, Sichas, Malachi, Ashoris, Havayas, Abaya, Verova. Everything there was to learn, some of the things of any Rashi says, I don't even know what that is. I can't even tell you what that is. And Rabbi Yechon Mazakai learned it all. Yeah? And Rabbi Yechon Mazakai says, Rabbi Chaim Elijah, so beautifully. It's he who teaches us. And Rabbi Yechon I know what it means to learn Tayra Harbe. Rabbi wasn't a fool. He knew he learned Tayra Harbe. But I'll talk to Tayra Harbe. I'm so great because I gave so much tzedakah. The other marshal that's given is the Chavis Havavis himself gives the marshal. You see the Levi standing there waiting to receive Maitzerishan. And people come, one guy comes with a, a bushel, puts it down. Here, Mr. Levy, that's for you. Oh, thank you so much. Next guy comes with a whole wagon full. Shh, amazing. Look at that. He knows how to give the Levy. The next guy, shh, six wagons deep, being pulled by four horses, drops off the Maitzerishan at the Levy. Wow, that guy must be, he's the real guy. Very simple. The first guy, gave a tenth of what he was given by an Ebishter. The, the last guy, he had six wagon loans because he was given six times the amount or more than the first guy. It all depends. It's all proportionate to what a person has, what a person was given. So Rabbi Yechon says, no matter what you did, even if you learned Torah Harbe, the greatest thing a person could do in this world, because that's exactly what the person who's created to do. So anything that a person is able to accomplish, it's only because HaKadosh Baruch Hu enabled him to do it. Hashem gave him the kachis, Hashem gave him the physical stamina, the wherewithal, the brains for it, the 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 fortitude for it. It's true. Hashem says, I'm going to give you a schar anyway. Because you chose well, I'm going to give you a schar anyway. But for a person to think that that makes him great, that makes him deserving of praise from others, that makes him that he should feel pride when Debisht is always in front of him. Hashem says, everything you have, I gave it to you. It's all from me. And that's the, that's what the Maimon believes. That's what the person Razamuna believes. That thought is a humbling thought. Not that we throw away what we accomplished. We should be thankful to Hashem that we're able to accomplish. Thankful to Hashem, whatever we're able to do in terms of mitzvahs and Torah and Masim Tevim. But at the same time say, I better not get full of myself at all because who knows how much more I have to do. Who knows if I've really fulfilled what my task is here in this world. So the Anav always says I must continue to strive, I must continue to push harder until I know that I've said I've used everything that was given to me, I've utilized it for the good. This concludes Rabbi Sai Perek Dalid, Baruch Hashem, we'll hold it here, our Gutenacht and our Guten Shabbos.